Hello, hello, hello there. My name is David. And I'm Rosia, and together we're your sexy guides to sociology. So welcome everyone to the pilot episode of Social, a sociology podcast, where we talk about how we see sociology in our everyday lives. This podcast is brought to you by the Kalipunong Sociologia at Antropologia, or KSA, an organization for sociologically and anthropologically inclined individuals, as the home organization of the Department of Sociology and Anthropology of the Ateneo de Manila University, KSA is committed to an interdisciplinary examination and mobilization towards socio-cultural phenomena through research and civic engagement. We have an amazing lineup that help us discuss our topic for this pilot episode. So we'll be discussing the different perspectives that some people might have when they hear the word sociology. And later on, we'll get to know more about this podcast. So sit tight, get your snacks, your drinks, and enjoy the rest of this conversation. Okay, so I think it's only right to start off by touching up on what the field of sociology is really about especially because it's not as popular as compared to the other social sciences. So, David, what for you is sociology? Well, um, I have a very interesting perspective coming off of this because um, I did, or I was rather um, academically inclined towards sociology. I was a sociology major. Oh, you were! In freshman year, I am now an incoming senior, um, but I haven't heard of, I haven't been that immersed in sociology for more than a couple of years. So all I have with me are the basics of basics. Like um, it's about people, it's how people maneuver around um, society and whatever. Yeah. The words are not coming to me right now because there's there. I admit they're a bit deep entrenched upon a few years of not being in this subject area. But yeah, I at least also have like the biggest respect and um, just a general appreciation for what sociology is. So I'm actually excited to see um, what the rest of this episode has in store as we talk to a couple different people about exactly just that. Yeah, no problem. And this podcast is really open to everyone and anyone where we invite, you know, sociology enthusiasts, um, students, anyone actually. But um, to help us with our discussion for today, we have a lovely panel of sociology majors. So I'm very excited to welcome everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, welcome. hello. Say hello. Say hello. Hello. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful voices. So, Yes. Yeah, so why don't we all introduce ourselves? So say your name, your course, and what you had for breakfast today. Wow. A beautiful okay. day. Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl Noeli Ankubaku, the cutest senior. Can claim ko po? Yes. <laughs> Who is also pursuing minor programs in Southeast Asian Studies and Korean Studies. So, I am a scholar of our university who aims to pursue a long-term career in education, research, and development in the future, hopefully, in order to chase my childhood dream of becoming an educator. So, I can pursue my personal advocacy in quality education, and equal opportunities for young people. Um, I find most comfort when I am 
taking care of other people. So, baka gusto niyo magpaalaga, charot. And wow! take some initiative <laughs> to make a difference in their lives. Wow! Ayun, makikita naman yun sa leadership leadership position ko sa Tineo Gabay and Kasa for the past three years. And my current involvement in the Gokal Young Leadership Program at the Center for Asian Mission for the Poor. Sorry po ang haba, pero yung breakfast ko kanina <laughs> ay um, itlog and fried rice. Thank you po. Ayan, you thank you. You heard it here first? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the breakfast of champions. Itlog at rice. Thank yes. you, Noeli. Thank you, candidate number one. <laughs> kidding, kidding, kidding. All right. Hello, everyone. I'm Joan Angshako, and I'm from 3AB Sociology. Just like Ate Noeli, I'm also taking a minor in Southeast Asian Studies and a specialization in cultural heritage. So I'm here because I love gushing about sociology. And my block makes my friends can attest that I love talking about sociology, even when we don't have to do about class. I even talk about it with my friends and all. And that's because... Sociology was my first choice when applying to Ateneo, so I'm really glad that I got into this course. And I want to take up sociology because my end goal is actually to take anthropology. But in Ateneo, the prerequisite to take anthropology is sociology. That's why I'm here. But throughout the past two years, I learned to love sociology even more. And I even realized that combined interests that I never even thought I could see in a course, which is um, history and culture. Sociology just fit the bill perfectly. And thank you for having me here to gush about this subject some more. So what is the breakfast of champions? Does brunch count because I wake up too late to have <laughs> breakfast? But Of I, course. Well, the first thing I had was tonkatsu. So there. Wow. Okay. Okay. Hi everyone, I'm Karen from 2AB Sociology and like at Ali, I'm also a scholar and for this coming year, I'm starting a minor degree in development management because I'm really interested in pursuing a future career in the development <laughs> sector and um, in my senior high years, I initially wanted to take psych but I realized that no, I wanted to look at the bigger picture of society and stuff. So, yeah, I'm here now. And for my breakfast today, bukod sa sama ng loob sa gobyerno, I had oatmeal. We love it. Yes. <laughs> All right. And last but not least, let's call our very fresh-faced, beautiful panelist, our freshman. Hi. Hi, everyone. I'm Rafi of Inahar. I'm 18 years old and I'm an incoming sociology freshman. I actually shifted from my original course, which was AVCOM, before enrollment. So I am now happily and yeah, I'm an incoming sociology freshman. Um, I was previously from the Raya School for junior high school. And then I went to the Ateneo Senior High School for senior high school. And my breakfast, um, I also wake up too late to have breakfast so brunch I had chicken nuggets and egg and rice and water and then my Shopee order came I bought (gasps) cafe no tane it's like a Japanese snack (laughs) I ordered so much because I I love the thing that our friend sent me anyway so that's what I had for brunch yeah hi nice to see you all 
today. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, everyone. And thank you all so much for joining us. Especially for Rafi. She's not even technically, officially a student yet. To my knowledge, she doesn't even have her OBF yet. But she is here with us today to offer a broad variety of perspectives um, to our topics today. So thank you all for um, joining us. Yes. Yeah, so let's get started. We want to get into your headspace, get to know what's in your brains. And so, first off, what made you guys choose your major, sociology? What for you is sociology too? Because everyone has different backgrounds. They have their personal reasons for choosing this course. So And amount of experience. <laughs> that's true, that's true. So we'd love to hear your personal reasons for why you guys chose sociology. Um, I chose sociology, I shifted to sociology because I feel like it's something that I just recently got into, but it was something I was scared to like get into because all my life I'd been expecting myself to get into something creative like the arts or advertising, marketing, or like management. But uh, over the years, like in my uh, junior high school to senior high school, I feel like I slowly um, began getting into like sociology, the social sciences, and it's been a really cool experience to like do something completely different from like from what I expected. So, yeah, and I was deciding between sociology and like dev stud, but then eventually I chose sociology because I wasn't sure yet if I wanted to get specifically into development. And yeah, I'm super excited because I plan to make like sociology my foundation course. Like I think, yeah. yeah. Yes, foundation course. Yeah, like I was talking to Sir Nino and he was like, yeah, it, if you're looking for a foundational like thing for your future endeavors, like this is perfect because I do plan on getting into something else in the future. So yeah, that was why I chose sociology. Nice. I can't agree with you more. Like sociology is very much an interdisciplinary course because you yeah. like what Juan mentioned a while ago, you get a little bit of everything, history, politics, and mm-hmm. it's a really good foundation where you get you get the opportunity the opportunity to learn about so many different things. So Rafi, how would you define sociology with what you know so far? Um, I was thinking about this and what came to my mind, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but sociology for me, I feel like it's seeing things through both a microscope and like also seeing things from like a helicopter looking down, like seeing things from a microscope, meaning like you see things in a deeper way like you don't just look at things surface level but also like from a helicopter because you look at things holistically or sociology because sociology like it covers a wide range of topics yeah so yeah I think that's what I can yeah exactly so I feel like sociology is perfect for like a foundational course or something because everything is seen in a very holistic and multifaceted, multifaceted way and yeah or if I were to describe sociology in a word maybe foundational yeah Ooh, 
I am I'm just like stunned <laughs> by the answer. Like st- stuff started to flow back into my brain again about like <laughs> what sociology is. Y'all, she she's not even yet like in the program program yet, and we're getting these mm. kinds of answers. It makes me excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, why don't we talk to our um incoming sophomore, um Karen? How about you? Having had one year of online experience with um sociology uh, with the um socio curriculum um how would you define sociology like what is it for you building off of what Rafi said feeling ko inago ni idea ko charlot and the char lang char lang po um i'd say na sociology is yeah what Rafi said it's kind of looking at things from a different perspective and it's like para maiba naman it's like a powerful camera ganon that has like wide angle lenses but also can you know zoom in to like the tiniest details because like what um we've been taught for our foundational social classes it's both seeing things the bigger picture like how a lot of factors come into play in like a lot of situations like the pandemic and the politics and stuff like that but also it allows you to zoom into the tiniest details, like how people see things differently, the meanings they give to different stuff, and how they experience things differently. So, yeah, it also helps you. And because of that, like, double vision lens kind of stuff, it allows you to understand things better in a way because the bigger picture and the tiny details are both equally important in, you know, gauging situations and um, understanding what really happens both in the large scale of society and in the um, deeper personal lives of each individual, I guess. So, yeah, it allows you to understand things more, gain uh, more equal-bearing, I guess, Instead of just, you know, jumping into conclusions or, like, making assumptions agad-agad. So, yeah. Love what you said and the analogies that you used. So, why did you personally chose sociology as your major? You also mentioned that you have minors that you're starting this school year. So, do you like analyzing life and society? Um, at first, like, in junior high, I... I really had no idea of like sociology as a course. Parang it's something that I haven't even heard of. But during senior high, because I I was in Humes, so we had this subject called parang disciplines and ideas in social sciences. So that was my first parang exposure to sociology as a subject and like a field in general. And like what I said earlier, I initially wanted the take up psychology but then aside from parang ang dami nang gumukuha ng course so konti lang yung slots <laughs> and parang I also became more interested in like seeing things from like a wider perspective I guess since especially during senior year like grade 12 we became more parang involved in like we had a program called Tulong Dunong during grade 11. And then we had parang CSIP where we went to communities during grade 12. And that's when I realized that 
it's very important talaga to see how you can um understand things both from an outsider's perspective and also talking to the people themselves so yeah i guess that's what made me decide now i wanted to take up sociology and the minor naman in development management was kind of like an additional um added factor to that because during this fresh year parang my orgs had a lot of um projects about you know, we have communities and sectors that we help so i also became interested in like dabbling into the development sector and stuff so That's very cool to hear. Thank you so much for sharing, Karen. And yeah, it's really cool about what's really cool about sociology is you and I, you can look at things from so many different perspectives and you don't have to just use a single one, but you can stack all of these perspectives to help you come up with a very holistic answer. Um, how about you, Joanne? Why did you choose sociology and what to you is sociology? Um, actually, it's similar to what Karen mentioned that it started from Well, for me, the senior high school, because we had this class called Society, Culture, and Politics. So we studied society and politics, but it's basically a sociology class without actually being called sociology. And our teacher introduced us to different theories that we would use in sociology that we're actually studying even until now. And I fell in love with this subject. And I wanted to study it more, but then I wasn't super convinced because I was... Um, convinced I was going to take up history because that was my interest at the time. But then I found something I interested even more, which was anthropology. But then there's no bachelor's degree of anthropology in Ateneo, but there's a master's. But the prerequisite for that is sociology. So I thought, you know, I'll take it up. I enjoy this subject and I like learning about, I want to learn more about people. So I took it up. And An underlying reason for me taking up sociology is because I want to understand people more because there are so many things you don't get from another person just by looking at them or what you can read on their wiki. There's their experience, their context, and they all influence each other. And in sociology, you see the, how these connections really develop and mold a person. So it's like, for me, sociology is a way of understanding other human beings that their experiences, their past, form them into how they are in the present. Like, and I get that's something what all the social scientists do. They study human behavior to an extent. But what makes sociology different is that it shows you that how one person acts isn't just solely for that one person. The groups of people also act that way. A whole society can act that way. It's not just um, uniquely um, focused on one. But... Um, I guess the best way if I could um, summarize sociology based on the two years of studying is that sociology studies what people don't really question about society or what we take for granted. Like, do people ask, why do you hang out with a certain group of people? Why do you believe in a certain religion? Or like, why are you applying to these universities and not others? People might say, oh, it's because it's my choice or because... Uh, Um, that's what I've been told to do throughout your life. But then sociology doesn't settle with that answer. For me, it's like sociology questions, what's the context? What setting led to those choices, led to you thinking that way? So it uncovers more and it shows how politics, economics, history, geography all 
um, intertwine each other and they affect one another. Yeah. So what's common sense or what's obvious for one person may not be obvious for another. And I find that so fascinating with sociology. And I like, I don't like clear cut answers. Like I don't think there's some anything that's black and white, that there's a gray area in sociology studies that. So that's why I'm still here until now. I love it. I love what you said about questioning, um, questioning what's supposed to be known to everyone, what's accepted by society, because it's important that we question why we do the things that we do. Because, I mean, it really, like you said, it uncovers more about our nature and why we do the things that we do. Yeah. How about you, Noelle? What do you with sociology? Okay, ayan, may pa-throwback pala tayo today. Okay, um, to tell you honestly, I didn't really have a dream course nor a dream school when I was still in senior high school. Parang ever since, gusto ko lang talaga maging teacher. Parang ganon. And so, during college entrance exam season noon, binabasa ko yung mga courses sa Ateneo and napukaw, wow, napukaw, napukaw na attention ko yung sociology kasi ang ganda niya pakinggan. Parang, Parang anong course mo naman? Uh, sociology. Di ba parang alakas mo kaganda? Ganon. Pero with that limited time, I started to explore this mysterious field because I was not really that familiar. So finally, I chose sociology talaga kasi feeling ko, and then opportunities to teach. Parang ang dami kong field within that social within sociology na pwede kong i-explore. And actually, Um, pinili ko rin talaga yung sociology sa Ateneo dahil sa social and cultural laboratory. Kasi parang nabasa ko before na pupunta sa isang place, tapos we'll write a research paper about it, ganyan. Ang exciting, di ba? Pero guess what? May pandemic. So, hindi namin na-maximize ngayon kaming mga seniors. Pero okay lang naman kasi I think bibigay pa rin namin yung best namin para sa... Um, social and cultural laboratory na to. So, ayun, from there and up until now, I believe talaga na sociology is literally everywhere. As in, my life, your life, our lives are shaped by society. So, parang yung mga bagay na hinihimay at pinobosisi ng sociology, nakikita natin to sa pang-araw-araw nating buhay, eh, di ba? So, parang lahat ng problema ay pinoproblema ng sociology, hoping na magkakaroon tayo ng magandang contribution para baguhin kahit papaano yung buhay ng mga tao at ng mundo. So, yes. Alright. Um, thank you for that, um, Noelle. And actually, it proves as a very, very convenient segue into um, this next question um, for all of you. Um, how exactly or rather how specifically if you can uh, see sociology being relevant in your daily lives or for society as a whole like i think nobody just started it off na a little bit but um this is i'm tossing this question um for any of you to answer and if you can start build on each other i really love what juan said about questioning common sense because through that and like not getting a clear cut answer you can really see the patterns in people's decision-making and, you know, not just um, individual people or groups of people, but you can also see them in the social structures, in the systems that we have in play. 
So, yeah. But let's talk about it more personally. Like, why is it? What patterns have you guys seen in your individual lives? Sige, sige. Ako na lang mauuna. Sige. Uh, siguro kasi, iwasan natin yung thought na sociology ay puro theories lang or external object siya na kailangan nating pagalan. Like I have said na sociology is literally everywhere. Siguro nga hindi natin napapansin minsan na we are already doing sociology, di ba? Like, for example, favorite ko talaga kasi yung sociological imagination. <laughs> Sometimes we pull away from the situation and think from an alternative point of view para lalo nating maintindihan ang mga bagay-bagay. And yung individual problems natin, hindi natin alam pero part din siya ng bigger problems sa, sa society. And siguro, another thing, Madalas kasi na-intimidate ang mga tao sa so- sa, so- sa sociology um, dahil sa kanyang academic language. So parang hindi nila alam yung sociology. We are really working on the ground as much as possible. We are with people and for the people. So share ko lang siguro, ayan. Uh, naging involved kasi ako sa isang community pantry lately. And you know kung ano yung baon-baon ko habang I consider kung ano ang dapat bilhin ko dun sa pantry na yun. It is really important to talk to these people. Dapat aalalahanin mo kung ano ba yung kailangan nila, ano yung una nilang dinadampot dun sa pantry, dun sa table, ano yung hindi nila pinapalampas. Hindi kasi natin pwedeng ipilit na ipasok yung lifestyle nila sa mga bagay na parang sa tingin natin essential sa atin. Dahil itong mga taong to, gusto lang nilang may makain, gusto lang nila may mauwi sa pamilya nila. At alam nyo ba guys kung ano yung unang dinadampot nila? Nagulat din ako habang ino-observe ko yung 10 weeks na yon Toyo at suka. So, nagulat ako na sa atin, siguro simpleng bagay lang yon Minsan nga, pinitake for granted natin sa kusina natin. Pero sa kanila, sobrang halaga nun. So, I think, doon makikita na Nakikita ko sa pansarili kong buhay, yung sociology, and sa buhay din ng ibang tao. I agree with what Ate Noeli said, that sociology is really underground work. As in, people really think that sociology is so highfalutin, that it's really for those who studied so much or for the super old. But then it's not. It's really, we see it every day, like what Ate Noeli mentioned, like the community pantry. Personally, I use sociology with my friends in my barkada particularly when we have um when there's a problem we have on we're trying to solve we're trying to find a solution and it's like usually it has to do with how someone is acting like we ask, why is this person acting this way or i feel this way i'm so annoyed how come i'm feeling this way and sometimes i use sociology to figure it out and Maybe it's because I studied theories this past this past year, but then the first things that come to mind are theories because theories are just truths, but then everyone has a different truth. It just depends on how you look at it. So, um, for example, I, I had a friend who was like annoyed and they were tired and then we're asking, oh, how come? Like, what's wrong? Why? And then we found out that there's an economic reason then there was um, a cultural reason because, well, look, we're in a pandemic. That's already a social problem in itself and it already affects our personal lives. And that's already using 
sociology realizing that this whole big issue affects us firstly it disrupted our lives like the fact we're using a podcast and that we're here in zoom right now that already shows that this whole big worldwide problem is affecting us personally and that we're not we're not alone in this so i feel that's how sociology can be made relevant realizing that we're not alone in these problems and that it's together that we can solve these problems yes i love that perspective and saying that you know personal problems are just as much as social problems and that yeah like we're all in the same boat more or less and yeah i agree with you that it's very important to talk about these things especially with our friends to uncover these truths, like you mentioned. Um, like what Ate Juan and Ate Ali said, I also think na, so people people see sociology as this parang very academic, intellectual field. Kanyan. But yeah, it's really part of our everyday lives. And for me personally, as a K-pop stan, <laughs> I think Ooh. sociology can be used to look into the way stands or fandoms support their chosen groups. Like with the BTS meal, like why do people, why do people buy BTS meals and some even, you know, keep the packages. Tapos, huhugasan and then they'll dry it pa just to keep it. Kahit na carton lang naman talaga yun with the print and parang purple color and the BTS logo. What I think sociology allows us to look into that. Like one of my favorite theories is symbolic interactionism because yeah, that parang allows us to look deeper talaga into how each individual gives meaning to the things that they experience in their lives. And like yeah, going back to the first point na sociology can be seen even in your daily lives. I think even something as mundane siguro as you know claiming photo cards for your favorite groups can be analyzed through the sociological lens because when you look at it a photo card is just you know a piece of paper with a photo literally a photo but then for muggles or normal locals <laughs> i think i know people see it as something ridiculous absurd even but when you see it through the symbolic interactionism, you will be able to understand that because uh, these people see these boys or these groups as, you know, somewhat as special to them. So, kahit na paper lang yun, iba yung meaning nun for them. And bias yun and stuff like that. How do people choose their biases? How do how what does in streaming mean voting for birthday ads what does that mean for people and i think like what atajuan said kanina it makes you question these um seemingly parang common things that are happening in your daily lives and you will get to see how every part talaga of your life has something to do with sociology whether you are aware of it or not so yeah Thank you for sharing, Karen. Yes, there's so much more than meets the eye. Like, there's so many things that we take for granted that actually have so much depth. If you really take the time to analyze it and question its value to each person. How about you, Rafi? 
what is the relevance of sociology in your life or at to society as a whole? Um, I think the first thing that came into my mind was how I use social media a lot, like especially as Gen Z and especially now, like it's, we're in a pandemic. It's kind of inevitable to participate in like social media and its culture. So um, I've thought about this a lot. And when I catch myself unable to like stop scrolling through my Instagram feed, for example, like I usually reflect on it and I end up deleting the app like for weeks at a time. And I know so many other of my friends who have done the same thing. And uh, yeah, I think it's it's been such a big thing in my life the past months, especially. Um, because it's so convenient also and it's so accessible especially for everyone in the world like you just need a smartphone and like data or you can just go to a computer shop and you have it there and we use it for school too so it's kind of inevitable but for me like sociology has allowed me to um flesh out like the pros and cons of using um social media at this time and also like considering my own context so if I were to give like an example, like for pros, I guess um, I can share things with my friends. I can have a whole conversation about this one thing I shared, like with a one click, I can, you know, start a whole conversation. Um, what else? Um, we become more aware of social inequalities, problems, especially like for me, I have so many like friends joining orgs and starting orgs and, org culture, I feel like that has influenced like the way that I see social media and the way that I use it. Um, or, you know, like I learn a lot from reading other people's posts or appreciating other people's pictures. Um, I can virtually join like different communities by following certain people, liking people's pictures, organizations, businesses. Um, like it really, completely changed I think the way that we interact with and learn from each other social media so like if we if we were to optimize like our usage of social media I feel like that would be on the top of my list but um I've also considered the cons like for me also now um information overload that's a really really big thing for me I can't sometimes process everything that I see online and it's kind of a waste to just passively consume media, I think, and not really think about what we see or read online. Um, what else? I think um, there's lots of instances now of like grooming online, like children, sexual exploitation. And it's really, um, it's a big, big thing. And um, I know how other people are like, oh, but you should be part of the solution, help me uh the internet a more healthy environment but i personally don't have the right mindset or headspace at the moment so i don't think participating in social media is like the best for me now um what else for me personally it's super pressuring like the expectations of other people i see online like how well they're doing or like unrealistic beauty standards or trolls online um, fake news, echo chambers, and uh, it makes us feel like we live in a vacuum sometimes because we can't physically see the people that we interact with. And I find that super ir ironic because like social media, wasn't it created essentially to be made 
for a means for human connection. Like, I find that so ironic. But so, yeah, sociology has allowed me to flesh out these thoughts and everything, the pros and cons, and consider my own my own context also, like what season I'm in, my circle of friends, what I need or want right now, if the cons override the pros. Um, so yeah, it's it's summer break right now, and I don't need to post or stay updated on anything. Um, I don't feel the urge to post anything either. Um, and I want to focus more on doing things that make me happy. And I want to actively learn about things that I've always wanted to learn about. Like, I've been learning about so many random things since the start of um, quarantine. And it's been really fun, actually. Um, but yeah, it's me deleting social media was also like a step towards being um, more nice to myself, I guess, because it has affected the way that I see myself also. Like I subconsciously internalized these unrealistic standards or expectations, how I should look like, what I, what I should have achieved at this age. And like for me personally, as an 18 year old, it's a lot to take in everything that I see on social media. So yeah, sociology in short <laughs> has allowed me to, you know, flesh out the pros and cons and relate them to my context and eventually make a decision to delete the apps for now. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to this, especially now because we're all immersed in the screen almost 24 seven and it's very tiring. Yeah, so that's it. Thank you for sharing Rafi. We stand healthy online or rather no longer online behavior. Truly, truly. And so like with what Rafi said and all of our other panelists said, you know, sociology really covers a whole, a really broad range of topics that you can discuss, like from different social phenomenons that are, you know, collective and very much personal. OMG, can you share? Of course! Yeah, go ahead, go share. Diba habang pinapakinggan natin yung kung paano nagiging relevant yung sociology, parang yung kagaya nga ng sinabi na from very serious problem to usual na na experience natin as bilang isang tao. So parang share ko lang, wala lang. Natutuwa lang din kasi ako sa mga naging papers ko from the from the past years. Ayan. So last semester actually, Nagsulat kami about mukbang. So, yung phenomenon ng mukbang. So, tuwa-tuwa yun. Kasi, ako kasi personally, I watch mukbang video every day. Parang guilty pleasure ko siya. So, ayun. Um, akala natin, di ba? Parang, oh, mukbang, bakit mo papag-aralan yan? Bakit hindi? I mean, ang laki ng epekto niya sa atin. Like, hindi natin alam na nakaka-affect yon sa purchasing power natin. Hindi mo alam na nag-crave ka na pala ng ramen, ng tokpoki, at kung ano-ano pang Korean food. Tapos pati, kahit mukbang, nandun din yung aspect na makikita mo na ang ganda-ganda nung kumakain. So parang may anti-screen sa Korean products. So yung mga ganong bagay. And actually, meron din akong isang class from Doxy. Ayan, naging kaklase ko si Juwan doon. Nag-analyze kami ng horror films from Southeast Asian countries. Tapos tinignan namin yung mga similarities and differences 
sa um, family structure, sa um, ano pa ba, yung culture nila. So, parang akala nila, very, well, serious naman ng sociology, pero parang anything under the sun, pwede mo talagang pag-usapan sa sociology. Yes. So, yes. yes. <laughs> so, that's honestly so true. And like, Like what Atanueli said, like since it's anything other than the sun, it can be relevant in everybody's lives. But then, you know, it kind of brings a question like how come more people don't really realize why it's relevant? And personally, I think it's because people don't realize how it can be applied to themselves. It's like people see sociality, like it's for society. But like, sadly, not everyone really cares about society as a, as a whole. Like some people just care for themselves or like their immediate fa- their immediate Um, loved ones and all so perhaps if people realize how it affects them and their loved ones then they'll realize that it's relevant and it has improved their lives and stuff like an example I can give is this concept I think I learned in freshman year pa it's called role strain and role conflict or it basically it's just yeah Karen and uh, you remember this so yes basically it goes that so for me I'm a student, but then I'm also a member of the family. So as a student, I have responsibility to study and I have responsibility to uh, no, interact with my peers. As a family member, um, I have my household chores, also sometimes being the mediator between my family with conflicts and stuff and like other responsibilities. And with roles, Jane, is that sometimes just being a student is already hard enough especially that we're online. I felt that so much. And then role conflict is when my roles as a student and as a family member, they kind of clash. Like I don't have time for my family because I need to do my studies. So I get such a hard time. And honestly, if I didn't know the concept before, I wouldn't even be able to put this into words. But it's sociology that made me realize that this thing that I'm experiencing, and which is something my friends also experience, which a lot of people have experienced, lalo ngayon, online setup in the pandemic. It's something that we all go through. And sociology looks at it because it, it looks at human behavior and that more than one pe- person does it. And it's caused by a lot of factors. So maybe people realize those small things, like, and that's just one small thing. Imagine all the other things sociology touches up upon. And if more people realize it, they'll realize how it can improve themselves, make them understand themselves and other people around them, whether they know them or not, a bit more. Yeah. Thank you all for sharing. Like when you were talking, Ju, and I just couldn't help but think that, yun nga, sociology, as much as it's known to being an academic discipline where you think about like Karl Marx, Emil Durkheim, it's very much a personal thing. It really helps you exercise your critical thinking to be because to be able to understand like these sociological concepts like you have to be immersed you have to be invested and you really have to analyze the situation that either you're in or that certain groups of people are in so earlier in our discussion Rafi mentioned how it helped her analyze you know how social media is um, affecting her personal life how Noel used involved in the community pantry. So how else has sociology improved people's lives? It could be yours or, you know, the wide society. And how can it continue to improve people's lives? Um, so I think one of my favorite lessons or like classes, sessions, synchronous sessions for my first social class was when we had a guest speaker 
I forgot her name now, but she's a researcher for um the Institute of Philippine Culture, and they do participatory research. And I think that's one of the most important things that sociology allows us to do because, like what Ate Ali mentioned, Kanina, it allows us to really understand the people that we're trying to help instead of parang implementing these one-size-fits-all solutions. Um, sociology um, allows us to realize that each individual has different um, needs and maraming kailang, iba't-ibang factors na kailangang i-consider when we go down the hill and go to the grassroots communities talaga. And I think since the start of siguro of participatory research it has helped a lot of communities identify what their problems are instead of para a bigger organization or a bigger group of people just telling them what to do i think that's very important because unless you understand what the problem is and identify its root cause these band-aid solutions would definitely not last and babalik lang ng babalik yung mga problema tapos hindi mo binibigyan ng chance or ng opportunity yung mga tao mismo na gumawa ng solution for themselves. And in that way, I think sociology has empowered a lot of people to really look into their situations. Kung ano ba talaga yung nangyayari, ano yung dapat natin gawin for ourselves instead of just accepting yung outsider's perspectives na most of the time, hindi naman tama or hindi naman appropriate for their specific situations. Um, yeah, I think it's really important that we don't just focus on the bigger pictures. It's really also important to focus on the grassroots. And like what's cool about sociology is like we get to uncover all of these social phenomena that have not that may have not been well known to everyone in the past. And yeah, it's really about improving everyone's lives by understanding where we come from and our nature. How has sociology improved people's lives? Um, when I was thinking about this, like based lang on what I've read so far and my UCSP classes before, um, I think um, it has helped people, like what Karen said and what Rosio said, it helps us empathize and understand people. And it's something that I'm personally really interested in because I like listening to people. I like understanding the way people act or, um, you know, how certain people come up with different things in their lives. I don't know. Like, it helps us look at the deeper reasons behind the way cultures or society develop. And aside from that, I think... um, Sociology also helps create holistic and effective solutions to allow society to progress, which isn't palliative, like what Karen said. It's not like a band-aid solution, being able to understand and empathize with people because you're seeing what they need like on the ground. It's it's not something that someone else told you to do or something that you just read on the internet or watched like on Netflix. But yeah, and I think I can relate it to this YouTube video that I watched yesterday. Um, so this girl, Julia Galef, Galef, I don't know how to pronounce her name exactly. I'm sorry, Julia, if you're watching this. I mean, listening to this, but um, 
she talked about the scout mindset and basically it, it like according to her it means seeing what's there as accurate as accurately as you can even if it's not pleasant so the subtitle was why some people see things clearly and others don't and she mentioned for instance in like activism like we need impactful solutions not just solutions that are emotionally satisfying or that make us feel good so i think i feel like sociology is like the perfect fit for someone who actually wants to create impactful solutions and not just um solutions that are satisfying or that make us feel good about ourselves to share lang ulit ayan um i love writing that's something siguro na na-confirm ko over the past three years habang nandito ako sa sociology. Alam nating lahat yan. Ang daming kailangan basahin. Ang daming nating kailangan gawing papers. Pero alam nyo, sa lahat ng article reviews, research papers, at reflection papers na nagawa ko, lagi kong iniisip na sana may pagdadalhan yon. At hindi lang siya maging scratch paper after ng semester. Kasi yung mga sinusulat natin, hindi natin alam na baka nakakapagbigay na pala yon ng platform para sa mga tao para marinig sila ng ibang tao pa or an avenue para maintindihan natin yung mga problema sa mundo. Ayan, mayroon na ulit akong real life experience. Ayan, shout out kay Karen Garcia and other groupmates. Um, we worked on a quantitative research last, last semester on teenage pregnancy and transfers of poverty in the context of parent-child dynamics. Wow, haba nun. Pero yun, uh, meron tuming partner community and partner organization during that time. And hopefully, nakatulong yung research paper namin para um, mamitigate yung rising cases talaga ng teenage pregnancy dun sa barangay na yun. Uh, makapagbigay ng... Uh, mas maayos na policies or like programs, yung unang hakbang foundation para sa mga young people. Para of course, um, hindi na mag-suffer, lalo na yung mga young people talaga. Kasi alam naman natin na kapag mer- nagkaroon ng teenage pregnancy, tuloy-tuloy na yan. Like affected na rin yung socioeconomic um, situation ng uh, mga kabataan natin. So ayun siguro yung something na... Um, yung research, hindi lang siya basta research, di ba? Katulad nung sinabi nung isang senador na walang kwenta daw ang research. Pero, totoo yon I mean, totoong may kwenta ang research. May pagdadalhan ng research, guys. Tama, tama. I want to share lang yung... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Adding to what Ate Ali said, I think yung parang this reminded me of the line from Enola Holmes na parang they were talking about ganyan. Tapos, the one character said na parang you don't care about what you don't care about what's happening because you're comfortable with where you are and i think that's also one of the challenges na that sociology poses to try to change what we can hindi lang like what atali said research is not just about studying studying theories theories investigating about stuff Parang that's just a preliminary step. Siguro that's the first step, trying to study and understand these situations. But really, the end goal is to try to challenge these systems and these structures that cage us, Gunner. <laughs> and to try to include those who are marginalized in society. That's what we're aiming for. 
I, I have no other words to say, but um, I agree with all of that. It's like all your responses so, so, so like passionate. Clearly, like you all have this down pat um, in terms of like um, what your own individual big visions from your own experiences um, going through sociology are for the greater good of society. But I would want to spin this before um, we end our um, very long and fruitful discussion. Um, I would like to spin the question to a more personal question mark um, sort of dealing. So we've been talking about like how sociology can help with greater society and all that. But from your experiences, have you seen a problem or like if you could mention like some kind of problem within like sociology itself or is there a problem or perhaps something that you observe um that is happening to or with um those who work in the field like from your experiences and probably from what well, we see from our faculty or stuff like that like has there been any um, struggles in terms of actually um, doing executions or whatever of so of actually applying sociology or um, are you seeing a problem with like how the field is being perceived or how the people in the field who are on the academic side um, you know going about their daily professional lives while working in this field so um, anyone can chime in. This is something that's been concerning me as a junior. It's like, how can I use sociology as a degree to help me find a, go- a job that will get me my bread and butter? Because there's this conception is that, oh, sociology, you just study theories. You don't actually practically use it. But then we already discussed that it can be practically used. It's just people don't really realize it. Or if ever they ask, even the corporate setting, they ask, how can sociology be used in the corporate setting? And I guess based on personal experience, it can. And I think in freshman year, my group and I did a study that could help this because we conducted a study on why people go to coffee shops. And then I forgot the term exactly, but it's this... Some people go to coffee shops because of the history they have with the coffee shop, because of their experience, because of the memories they have with it. I really forgot the word. So um, that is what we concluded. And that's what the people we interviewed confirmed. And then when we presented it, um, our teacher then, Cesar Levisa, he said, you know, you can recommend this to like companies because if they realize, if they draw onto that factor, that feeling of missing home or like being homely that will make more people go to their coffee shops or not even just coffee shops just to businesses in general so I mean then we wouldn't have found this out if we didn't take the sociology class if we didn't study the people who went there using sociological methods so um yeah the problem is that people don't think that sociology can be used to get a job that can get you money or that can um, sustain you but then it can it's just perhaps it should be explored more siguro sa perspective na isang senior ayan um oh my God. 
sabi ni Juan, di ba, parang ngayong junior year niya, tinatanong niya rin kung anong gagawin niya after graduation. Tanong din namin yun. <laughs> Pero, yes. um Siguro, ang broad kasi talaga ng sociology. So, parang, ang hirap kung ano yung papasukin mo. Parang, ano ba talaga yung gusto mo? Parang ganon. Parang, yun yung struggle ko. And, Um, totally honestly, hanggang ngayon pa rin naman, like, iniisip ko pa rin kung ano yung magiging gusto kong career after graduation. Although, fix nga na parang gusto kong magturo. So, ayun. Um, siguro, struggle din kasi na i-promote yung sociology, lalo na sa young people. Like, ayun nga, parang sociology, lagi siyang tinitignan as ivory tower na dapat hindi. Kasi for people and with people talaga siya. So parang um, minsan ang taas-taas ng tingin ng mga tao sa sociology, kaya hindi na nila in-explore, katulad, ni Juan, katulad ng sinabi ni Juan. So siguro um, kapag pinopromote natin yung sociology, magbigay tayo ng mas specific and mas, alam niyo yun, yung ano yung pwede mong path, ano yung pwede mong maging trabaho talaga. Hindi yung parang vague answers yung sabihin sa'yo na, um, oh, research and development. Anong gagawin ko doon? Parang, di ba, broad pa rin siya. So, dapat siguro mas pakinggan natin yung mga graduates. Like, nasan sila ngayon? More people siguro para marinig natin kung paano nila na-apply yung sociology sa career nila. Kasi yun nga, sociology is literally everywhere. So, yes. For me, I think the opportunities are really endless. Like, as a social major, you can go anywhere and apply the concepts that you learn, the theories, into whatever job you want. Like what Juwan said, you could help coffee shop or a corporation. You can literally like insert yourself anywhere in society. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I mean, do whatever I mean, you want to do. Do whatever you because we have it. No, is it because you have this? Um, I would like to agree that you have because you have the skills that could benefit, ideally and practically every almost every sector of society, or you can make some kind of. How do I say this? Hanash <laughs> or inquiry into uh, whatever that. You can practically like insert yourself in almost any industry and help them in that regard, in any regard rather, actually. Um, for me, I think like what Ate Ali said earlier, parang people see sociology as this ivory tower. And siguro based on my experience from my fresh year, I think one of the factors are yung papers, like the um academic papers and research the way they're written talaga can be not not naman to this the intellectuals I mean yeah that's their thing but i think that's also one of the factors why it's hard to see sociology in your in our daily lives especially for people who are not studying in the field or who are not involved kahit siguro in the social sciences in general kasi Like when you try reading, I think it's not as parang masa friendly yet or not nung kahit masa. Those who are not in 
the academic realm, for example. So, yeah, I think that's why sociology isn't as popular compared to parang psych. Kasi parang for a psych, you have this stereotype na kahit mali, at least people know, ah, so psych, you read minds. Pero if social major ka, what do you do? Diba? Parang walang, walang, hindi pa siya, like, engraved siguro sa utak ng mga tao, like, what is sociology? Kasi nga, yung, like, stuff about it isn't accessible to people who are outside the field. I get that, I get that. Like, when we talk about sociology, there isn't that sort of slightly micro-aggressive societal shorthand for the field as it as um, some of the other um, fields in the social sciences are. But I would like to believe that we are um, slowly getting there uh, either way as more and more of these um, world problems start to rear their heads, especially exacerbated by the unfortunate situation of the pandemic. But um, I, it, I believe that as the years have been going on, that the name will be more known or the field itself will be more known that it'll be tipong, how should I say this without being corny? Like tipong in every household. Wow, ganon. All right. Um, so I guess to put the nail in the coffin, nail in the coffin today, um, to, I guess, round out and close the discussion. Actually, again, Noelle sort of touched on this um, and sort of answers this in some way already. Um, but I guess I would like your all's like final words on it. Like we know sociology, or us, we know that sociology is relevant. We know of what benefits does it have when applied in real life situations. But we have also discussed that um, the general public doesn't um, realize that as much to some degree or as i think karen said like there is this still um that there is this sort of like um barrier between like the public uh, like fully understanding or having some grasp on it so how exactly do we make people realize that it is uh, well, already started saying something about kanina like educating um younger people more like reaching the world out uh, reaching the word out there more, making it more accessible. But um, does anyone else want to add uh, something more to that? Um, I guess it's related to what Ate Noeli said with promoting it. But I guess starting it at the high school level palang because, uh, well, a sort of problem now is that there aren't a lot of sociology students. So not a lot of sociology graduates and not a lot of people who study sociology. But then in, if ever people do encounter sociology, it's because they enter it they happen upon it in college but then as in high school people already know about economics politics about the sciences so maybe if we know more about sociology in high school then as in not just like we already have a social science course in high school but then they kind of bundle it all together they don't really zero in on sociology mismo so if we put more of a spotlight in sociology in high school earlier like before senior high school even maybe more people will be interested more people will get to know so by the time they um enter college they'll see it as a viable option so we'll have more people and keep the cycle going so add siguro kay juan actually this um sinabi ni juan na isip pa rin, what if mas ibaba pa siya like elementary kids 
Like, di ba, kung natatandaan nyo pa, oh my God, ilang years na yon Sibika at kultura, meron tayong subject na. Hindi ko alam ko anong counterpart sa ibang school. Pero yes, I think, uh, sociology la yung sociology, need na lang talaga to speak the language of people. Like, kung elementary kids, you approach going mas kid-friendly. And kapag high school, mas... Alam mo yun, mas maging seryoso. And then yung college niya, if ever ipupursue nila talaga yung field na yun. So I think, ano siya, two-way. Like, hindi lang pwedeng yung tao yung mag-e-effort para kilalanan yung sociology. So dapat yung sociology mismo yung gumagawa ng paraan para makilala sila na iba. So I think, ganun, pwede siguro. Ika nga nila, start them young. O, oh, diba? Start them young, yes. Um, as a freshie, like one of the things that really got me into sociology, why I started considering it, it goes back to junior high school when I had a teacher. I don't think the subject was sociology, but probably Araling Panlipunan. Pero he touched on sociology um, for a bit. And that was my first ever like experience or like that was my first taste of sociology. And it really... Um, it was something that I remember until today. Not exactly like what he talked about, but then I just remember the class being really fun and um, exciting, like the way that his analogies would really relate to me. So I think that I agree with you guys that they should introduce it at the younger academic, academic levels. Um, especially, yeah, maybe elementary, like in Araling Panlipunan, But I'm just lucky to have experienced it at junior high school because I'm not aware of any high school yet that teaches sociology specifically in the junior high school level. But yeah, that was my first taste of sociology and it, it really got me into it. Then the Magdag yung UCSP sa senior high school. And I think those were, I feel like, A lot of people can relate, like if you're in high school listening to this now, you can relate to how UCSB has affected like your decision to take sociology. And yeah, I think it's really important just introducing it at a younger age, I guess. To add long to, to, to what Rafi said, UCSB then, yung like first, social-related subject that I took in senior high. And then when we first, when the teacher gave us the first reading, which was the sociological imagination, grabe talaga, changed my life, I guess. And so, ayun, parang it's really um, important to have a foundation, I guess, kahit na you don't plan on pursuing sociology in the future, it still helps you kahit na yung sociological imagination like which is parang it's a uh, complicated stuff when you first read it pero when you understand it you will see na it's really applicable to your life how your personal problems are affected by larger social issues and stuff like that so uh, i guess yung yun nga adding sociology to the earlier grade levels in the curriculum would really help and also putting sociological concepts out there, like making them more known, really be beneficial than like what we're doing right now, the podcast, and then 
KSA also has another project called the Social Crash Course. So yeah, I think that's very important. Like letting people, letting more people know that these things exist and these concepts can be applied to their lives. Ayun, no? nagbigay rin ng spoiler. Look out for that <laughs> to everyone listening. But yes, and with that, I guess we can we can close out there. Um, thank you so much, uh, all of you, for sharing with us all your all your thoughts, all your perspectives, all your um chica chica. I don't know what else to say. Um, uh, with us today and for enlightening us um with all of your opinions. Yes, thank you so much for this conversation, sharing your personal experiences, your insights, because I'm sure it helped us and the audience listening um, to get to know what sociology is and what the field of sociology is all about. So thank you so much again for joining us. And with that, we'll be right back. And we're back. Welcome, everyone, once again to Social, a sociology podcast. Once again, I'm David. I'm Rocio, and we're so glad that you stuck around with us here in this podcast. So our first conversation, wow, I really love how passionate all of our guests were today. Don't you think, David? Yep, and like coming from the background, uh, coming from the background, coming from like, I was just like, sitting back and observing them. I really didn't speak <laughs> up much um, for last time because I was just like, I was in reminisce mode. Oh, from yeah. From all the times that I was still um, there, like in sociology. As a social major, yeah. As a social major, like everything from the sociological imagination to all their analogies, I'm like, okay, it's like, it's like the thing in Inside Out where a core memory wow. has been unlocked. Yeah, it's like, it's so fun listening and so like um, enriching. It warms the heart to hear that um, they all have this very deep passion for what they're... I know. What, for what social and anthro stand for. And how, where do we see it going in the future? And I really feel like we had such a great line of panelists. Panelists, wow! We had a really good line of guests for our... Um, introductory conversation because each of them brought so much to the conversation. Like I really enjoyed when Rafi talked about how she started learning about it in junior high school palang, or how um, our senior Atenoeli was talking about how it's so applicable to what she's doing even now in the pandemic and how she sees it in almost all parts of her life. I really, really enjoyed listening to this It was a great, great start to whatever we have going on for what the future of this podcast is. But speaking of the future of the podcast, um, Rocio, I think we have people. I know. So now that we have a deeper understanding of the field of sociology, I think that it's only right to hear it from the people working behind this project to get to know a little more about this podcast. All right, and we'll be hearing about what exactly went into their heads when um, coming up with this podcast, like who, what, when, where, why, <laughs> all, the, all the W's. Everything. Um, everything about the podcast. So with that, we are so lucky to have with us um, to close out our episode for today, the project heads of the social podcast. Woo! Hello, welcome! Um, 
Hello. Um, hello. Hello. Why yes. don't you guys introduce yourselves, uh, your role for this project, and we'll go from there. So, good day, guys. My name's Leandro Amanuel Pilira. You can just call me Enzo. I'm from 4AB Social, and I'm one of the project heads for this podcast. And I'm single. Just gonna put that out there. Ayon, number. Drop your number. This will be published on the internet. Drop your number. A very fun fact about one of our project heads. He's single. So to all those uh, social enthusiasts who are also single, you know where to look. <laughs> yeah. So hi guys. Uh, my name's Dian Posadas. Call me D from Three AB Social. Um, I go by she, her, and yeah. Nice to meet you. All. And I'm one half of the projects for this podcast. Projects, project heads, rather. Uh, one half of the projects. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, she is the project. She is the project <laughs> um, incarnate. <laughs> She's also single. So again, to all the social majors out there who are also single, you know where to find them. Okay, let's go. I meant one of the project heads. Let's go. So, just to get started. Okay, so guys, since you're both part of the CASAT, the sociology org, and you guys are also both sociology majors, what got you guys interested in having sociology as a major as well? I was really into, because we had this subject in high school called social living and global education. So at first, I really want to take history as a major. But then once I got into like, activities like going to different communities and all that to high school i realized na parang i really want to learn more about these communities and how they act and how it's different for uh different societies so ayun talaga i really considered um sociology and i'm really happy to be here and i don't forget the four years yes nice so Grabe, parang inspiration naman nung kay Enzo. Para sa akin naman, actually, similar to a lot of, siguro, a lot of people from my batch who came, uh, my batch of freshies, uh, my first choice was actually psychology. Pero that didn't, that, that didn't become a thing until literally just before entering senior high school. Even the thought of psychology or the, or entering a um, pursuing a major in social sciences didn't become a thing until entering senior high school. Because for the longest time, junior high school and elementary, I really wanted to go for marine biology. The backstory of this was nung grade four ako nag field trip kami sa para ocean adventure yata. Tapos Cute. Pero namin yung ano yung dolphin. Yung mga dolphin. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's where they get you. Yes, that's what I want to do. I want to be that trainer. Kasi so, hindi naman naging cool yung sabi na, what do you want to be? Pag tinanong sa classroom, I want to be a marine mammal trainer. Hindi mo ako nalang marine biologist. Yeah. Yun siya until the start of yung application season for senior high. Sakit ako yung mga, mga batchmates ko nag-a-apply na for different schools, for different, ano, for senior high. Tapos dun siya na ano na uh, my mom said, what do you wanna do ba? What do you like doing? Oh, I like talking to people. <laughs> Sabi, edi, try going into HR. Baga, ah, okay, sige. <laughs> Makes 
sense. Kaya naging psycho. Ayan. Okay. Ayan. Kaya naging psychology yung inisip ko. Pero nung tanggap ako sa Ateneo, actually same with Ateneo, na I didn't have any dream school or dream course. Um, there wasn't any pressure naman to pick a certain school or to get into a certain school. I just applied to all that I can. Uh, sobrang surprised when I got into Ateneo and then I got accepted into sociology. I was actually going to try to have it shifted. Pero nagka, nagkasabay kasi siya with final senior high. So, parang hectic na. I just, I just sabi ko, okay, let's go with it. Tsaka mas nakampante ako when I read through the curriculum na of what, what subjects yung meron for this program. So, sabi ko, oh, it really looks interesting. And parang mas holistic siya if I'm going into human resources. Tsaka, if I still want to pursue, you know, working in a marine organization or something like that. Parang sociology, mas bagay nga talaga dun. So yeah, I've been in it for two years and sobrang enjoy ka talaga. Oh, thank you guys for sharing. So as we can see, sociology really is a foundational course that can be applicable to any aspect of life. As you can see, like not just from these speakers, but from our speakers from our previous conversation. So as the project heads, uh, why make sociology more relevant and engaging and interesting? Like not just because of this project, but in general, why make sociology more relevant? Learning about this field, you know, I've seen and felt so many times the moments of, oh, nga, no, or may ganun pala, or like uh, was mentioned in the previous segment na things will just click. And it's something that I feel while you know, going through the courses of this program. And, and that's the thing that I want to share with people. Talaga. That feeling of things clicking when you find out that there's a theory or there's um, a way of thinking. It's, it's really nice. Kaya, yeah. I agree. Like those epiphany moments when you finally like find the name for a certain social phenomena or like when you learn like this theory is related to like history or psychology. Like those moments are so, they feel so good. And like, you know, a little backstory on uh, on the conception of this project. You know, this happened because of a conversation between one of the first professors that you will have if you enter the social majors at Ateneo, Sir Nino. Oh, legend. Legend. Beloved professors ng mga freshies kasi parang siya yung first exposure mo. Tapos sobrang great guide talaga overall. So it was a conversation between him and one of the former EB on how we can make social more relevant. Like I said kanina that I wanted to go into psychology and I bet a lot of you have thought of that na rin. Yeah, kaya kaya rin yung binigisip to, to do this. So, along with that, given what Dee said, it's the relevance of sociology now. Like, put it into the limelight. So, ayun, given that, like, the pandemic and all that, we decided to make the podcast as a platform. So, ayun nga, since this organization is relatively young and growing, like Kasa decided yeah. to use like podcast as a platform because it was really more accessible. Like 
yun nga online setting and the digital the digital world <laughs> and all that so it really we it really we hope it will really help in garnering more interest in the field so yeah and plus like through podcasts uh, since they become more prominent now in like social media and all that it's really accessible since like you can listen to a podcast while you're taking a shower Ta-ta. while you're me <laughs> while, while oh, you're, you're really doing anything yeah. yeah while you're cleaning or like when you want to check your for a good deals so shop your Lazada like really you just anything. need background, background noise background yeah. Yeah. yeah not yes. noise yeah. like just their soundtrack you need the soundtrack yeah. Or if you guys want like vibes to like just people vibes. talking stuff like just so you don't feel alone yeah. so you're part of the yeah. conversation <laughs> but like to do that of course you have to follow Kasas Spotify account so please follow to listen to more <laughs> podcasts in the future it's not a plug just you know just it if you guys a, want just admit yeah, it for what it is to, if you guys want <laughs> to be best plug <laughs> I mean we're not plug. forcing you but if you want to follow and you know yeah. be part of the conversation just follow us. Just follow. <laughs> yeah. And with, but with that being said, um, assuming that they have now clicked the follow button, hint, 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 hint. Um, we've been talking for so long now, but um, we wanted to ask you guys, what uh, exactly, in your own words, is social? I don't mean sociology na social. I mean social the podcast. What is the social podcast about? In your words, as the heads. Yeah, so it's a way really to connect people to the field. Essentially, like what what I hope you guys experienced in the first segment, it's a casual conversation with friends and people who have been in this field or even those not in this field, you know, um, let's say with your blockmates after class, a sec walk or a fifth learner Rizal live or just anywhere or in a coffee shop about what you learned in, in class. Tapos hearing the different perspectives and different experiences of these different people. And, you know, it's the feeling of being able to see these links in society. So like you want to go for like that academic sort of route, but you want to make it accessible. Like you want to be chill. Like as we've been saying before, it's a very conversational type of tone, Uh, not tone rather, but like just the conversation, like what we, uh, like our previous segment. Yeah, yeah. And like, even though, you know, hint, hint, in the future we'll have, guests that are you know professors and talagang pag narinig mo yung credentials nila like wow ing <laughs> ing isn't isn't meant to be a totally educational thing kasi yes the hosts are there but they're not necessarily facilitators per se in like webinars they're there as like your live <laughs> like your live audience na rin kasi nandun sila to ask the questions and to learn and parang like to ask them as if uh, we were as if we're people who have no background in sociology talaga. Kaya, yeah, that's what yeah. it's a side comment, so, side comment na nga kami ngayon eh. So, yeah. paano, paano pa later on? Like as hosts, we're here to learn with the audience because we don't know everything. We're just students just like everyone else. And like what Dee said, like 
sociology is this podcast is for anyone and everyone so even if you're just like a little bit interesting in sociology even if you're not interested at all like there's something that you could definitely learn from this podcast and it's wide range of guests and topics that we're gonna discuss here so we're very very excited yeah so also because social social also because sociology really you know will touch on the different fields like psychology politics philosophy events economics and gender so kahit na hindi sociology mismo yung cup of tea mo meron at meron kang mahahanap dyan for you. Yes! It's not, uh, it's not, it's not one discipline. It's interdisciplinary, guys. Yes! It combines Kumbaga, everything. Kumaga, all-you-can-eat buffet, we got it all for you. That kind of exactly. vibe. <laughs> Why don't you guys tell us more about the project? Like, what do you want the audience to know about this podcast? So basically, uh, going back to what Lee said, it's really a casual conversation on the everyday realities that manifest the sociolo- sociological theories that we learned from our classes over the past years. So like these conversations will be like enriched between like the speakers and the hosts, wherein we have like academic talks and applied to our world today, our different realities. And with that, through our guests who are like, professors at Ateneo. So they're uh, individuals that have like specializations in the field. And with those specializations, it's really different, like what they specialize on. I can't even say how many there are, but for real, there's really some, they're, they're really different uh, specializations. So like this podcast, we, like, we really want to intend to provide like entertaining, informative content through sociology. And we'd also like to engage with the audience in current issues through different perspectives in sociology. And lastly, what I said before, we really want to gather the people's interest in sociology, especially those who want to apply it to our contemporary world. So yeah, it's really that. Oh, but we love to hear it. You know, this is a casual conversation. And as much as sociology is an academic discipline, that this is an educational podcast, it doesn't have to feel intimidating. This doesn't have to feel like it's a classroom setting where you have to absorb all of this knowledge. No, like... It's these... a friend. It's a friend. Yeah, it's a friend. Like, this is a casual conversation. Yeah. Like, the vibe is really friends. We're all friends here talking amongst <laughs> each other. All in the pursuit of knowledge and becoming better human beings. <laughs> I'll be there for you. <laughs> kidding, kidding. All right. Um, and with that, um, now that you explain what you have, what you want from, what our listeners rather, uh, what you want our listeners rather to take from the podcast. And since you have been blogging and to some degree, spoiling and leaving tons and tons of hints here and there throughout the entire conversation we've been having. Um, just let's lay it all out on the table right now. What can our listeners expect from future episodes of SoShow? Well, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Wow. <laughs> Pray tell. <laughs> Well, what the listeners what the listeners can expect from this social podcast is something along the lines of you know youth activism, 
very hot topic, especially for our generation today who I've seen are so, you know, so participative. Yes. And the different causes, uh, contemporary issues. Um, we'll be having uh, speakers who have been studying such topics and been involved in been, been involved in such activities growing up. We'll and we'll also be talking about something relating to online shopping. Yes, meron jang social interjection. Ano pa Enzo? Uh, like more topics about like gender or social media or politics. So it's really like a vast array of topics. It's not like one size fits all or not all eggs in one basket or wow i don't We're know what figurative language what else we got what else we got comment <laughs> down the number of analogies my price my price yeah it's really like each episode will cover something different but despite that those will still have the same quality of content and we really ideally want to have this consistent theme of the relevance of sociology in different uh, different social situations or, yeah, the contemporary world. So, yeah. yeah. Something for everyone, something a little bit from this topic, a little bit from that topic, right? Hindi, you wouldn't think immediately. I'm expecting there are some topics that are not immediately um, obvious, that there yeah. is a sociological aspect to it. Definitely. But I guess as our um, guests, our student guests from earlier said, like it is literally everywhere. So literally, yeah. um, there is no boundary <laughs> or there's no limit as to the topics um, that can be said. But we do have a very uh, interesting lineup of topics that we have for this first run of social. We hope that yeah. you're all excited because... As everyone has said, and as I'm echoing now, like all of these things are so prominent in our society, not just in the local setting, but also in the international setting. All very relevant topics, and we really hope that everyone's excited to stay tuned to these podcasts as well. All right. Thank you so much for that. Um, and with that, um, before we let you guys go, do you have any, any words for our future listeners, yes, future yeah. listeners of of the podcast, anything to send them off with? Yeah, I just hope you guys enjoy what we have in store. I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode. Um, if you need, you know, encouragement to watch the next episodes, if alam mo yung term na social construct, for sure na meron kang matututunan sa next episodes. Meron ka ng sprinkle about the world of sociology. Yes. How about you, Enzo? Oh, uh, yeah, guys, for sure. Uh, we just hope that you guys will uh, be, like, super excited sa itong project and that uh, we get, like, your interest in sociology and most importantly, like final reminder lang that D is single. So don't forget <laughs> that. That's the most important part of this uh, podcast. So yeah, thank you. The joke. Oh my gosh. 
So our final takeaway from this is that um, all social majors are single and ready to mingle. No Ted. But really, there is a lot to look forward to in the future episodes of this podcast. You heard it here first from our amazing project heads that, you know, you could listen to this anytime, anywhere, whatever you're doing, we'll be there for you. Oh. Wow! <laughs> and, and you might even pick up a new thing to learn, one or two, or three. Wow! Yes, you'll discover things you didn't even know about yourself. Like, wow, I'm interested in this pala. Wow! So we really encourage everyone to stay tuned for the future episodes. And we hope to see you guys there. Yeah, but for that, we'll say thank you so much to our Project X. Thank you guys for listening. And thank you for making this whole thing happen. And with that, we want to thank you all so much for joining us on the pilot episode of SoShow. Yes, be on the lookout for the future social episodes and we really hope that you join us for those too. Um, if you haven't already, you can follow us on Spotify at KSA Social. That's K-S-A-S-O-S-H-O-W. And also make sure to follow KSA on our socials to keep yourself posted and in the loop for our other exciting projects. So follow Kalipunang Sosyolohiya at Antropolohiya on Facebook and at Kalipunang SA, capital SA, on Twitter. As for our socials, you can follow me at double underscore Dave Hernandez on Instagram. And you can follow me at Rocio V Mercado on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>